So, Nifix, what seems to be the problem? Hey, Kato. So, mission is done? Question mark. Did it? I. Yeah, I heard Cordelia killed the big fly, put a pickaxe right through his head. Yeah. How? I'm just going to ask you, how, how closely have you been following these? These these missions. How 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 specifically are you following what you what we're up to? Lynette makes all the reports, and I read them. And I, anything else you want to add supplementally, you can do here. And this is a safe communication space in my office. One of us got murdered because our team couldn't agree on what to do, and I don't know how to get us all on page. Well, yeah, most enterprises have an entire HR department, Nifix. It's not an easy job. So, you are earning your keep significantly, even if you aren't partaking in the murder y- yourself with your own two hands. Oh, like, I'm not too worried about that even at the second. It's just like... I don't know how I keep this team on track without us killing each other. Is this a... Is this an... This is my first time doing a big murder team. Is this how murder teams work? Should I just expect them to kill each other and that's just how it's going to be? Well, it's not a daycare, Nifix. <laughs> There's going to be some difficulties. No. I will say uh, the historical precedent is the Mercy Killers, the, the faction that is currently defunct over yeah. various political concerns, but they were a rowdy bunch, mercenaries and cutthroats, and yeah, they fought each other all the time, so... Do not feel as though you are uniquely failing in your your duties. Okay, okay, that is that is helpful. That is helpful. Um, look, I'm just putting this out there. Are you sure I'm the right person for this? Because like, I feel like I'm floundering in 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 murder team. <clears throat> Nifix, were you a gifted child? Not in the things anyone wanted me to be. But you were put in like a gifted program. You strike me as someone always ahead of people your own age, and you came to define yourself as the person who was always the best, and you are not, you are not used to failing. I'm... I'm not used to things that aren't the thing I'm used to. I keep, I keep trying to wedge... I, <laughs> yeah, I know that sounds weird. I keep trying to, I keep trying to wedge this team into, like... Things I knew before I was murdering people, and none of those structures are really working, and it feels like everything just is sort of falling apart a little bit. My diminutive tautological friend, I think you need need to uh, shift your perspective slightly. You see, most people in the world fail constantly, from the time they wake up in the morning to the time they go to bed at night. They are failing, every hour of every day. Most people just learn to live with it. Most consequences are fake. Nobody's keeping score. Nobody's keeping track. No one cares. You hold yourself to a higher standard and you are driving yourself batty. Are you saying I just need to care less about doing it right and just do it? I'm not saying you should not care. Caring is an important weapon in your arsenal. I am saying you are a unique individual. You are in a high percentile of achievers, which is why you were chosen for this mission. So you are not psychologically prepared, perhaps, for the rigors of a profession in which it is expected you will fail. Assassins, historically, have been chosen from the disposable dregs of society. People with no other prospects, who, if they are caught or fail, can be 
sacrificed without much collateral damage. You don't send in princes to kill the king. You send in the poor and the unwanted. Do you understand? I do. I I I think I do. Um Sorry that it feels like I'm asking this stuff every two minutes. I'll uh try and get myself in the right uh <laughs> in the right headspace. You know nobody's gonna think less of you if you aren't what you've been until now. The problem is wh- what am I without that? That's a good question. It's hard to shake a personal self-image once it gets stuck in your head. I mean, personally, I'm a psychopomp. I was made for one purpose, which I performed for many years. It was as natural as breathing or sleeping. And then I made a mistake, and everything changed. And I thought I could never be a different person. And yet here I am, and the world is still spinning. And it turns out, nobody was watching that closely. Nobody cared if I changed who I was. No one is really invested in holding you to your identity, especially when you form so early in life. You can reinvent yourself every day. Maybe I will. Clown. I just remembered it. Oh god. <laughs> meat clown is an unsettling turn of phrase. I just want to scream meat clown. The fans don't know what it is, but <laughs> Is that legit? I want that to be uh, legit. I can tell you that's legit. My my little sister used to get meat clown. Wow. Google meat clown is delightful. <laughs> don't Google meat clown. It's going to be bad. <laughs> Put that on my fucking tombstone, meat clown. <laughs> Meat and verb usually tends to be a bad clown is not a verb. <laughs> yeah, clown are you are you clown. are you clowning? Actually, clown. clown can be a verb. I guess yeah, yeah you could get clowned on. <laughs> and also meets Ben Austin. I know. The first result is apparently a YouTube video for something called You Can Get Crunk with the Meat Clown. <laughs> What's happening in the universe? All right, well, I'm going down this rabbit hole. Oh, man, there's some great results. Yeah, everyone should probably search meat clown. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I'm going to have to leave all of this in if it's funny. It is meat clown. I mean, if you watch this video, it certainly is. You can get pickled monkey fingers. What is this? Speaking of food crimes, I, there's some kind of banana pervert in my house. <laughs> is it you? No, I'm a pervert for bananas. I'm not a banana pervert. What is it? Well, please, I'm intrigued. Continue. <laughs> I don't know. The other day, there was like, some bananas on the counter, and they were like leaking banana fluid. <laughs> <laughs> banana fluid? <laughs> no. banana and then later, juice. they were gone, and I opened the freezer, and they were... <laughs> They were in there, and I was like, "What the fuck? Who's frozen these leaky bananas?" And then uh, today I checked, and they were gone. And I was like, "That's good." And then I went to get some water out of the tap, and then <laughs> they were in the sink. I'm now trying to 
process the concept of a meat clown's banana fluid. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, okay, let's all go home. That's all. That's a bit. That's it. I'm just clipping this out. This is its own episode. <laughs> the meat clown special. The meat clown banana fluid. That's the that's that's the real episode sixty nine. I'm I'm not ready. I I found out before like we started recording. I have to go first and last today. And I'm like, <laughs> if we just keep talking about the meat clown's banana fluid, I can I can put that off. I don't like the meat clown's banana fluid because it sounds like it's that clown's fluid, and I don't want it. Well, if I did my job properly in post, I've separated your first scene from your last scene, Laura, so the audience won't know because they've already heard the first one. Well, time travel, time travel's weird. Who wants to level up? Who wants to level up? Okay, so uh, sit back, everybody, because this is going to be a long one. Uh, For my level up, uh, I get to attack uh, an extra time every round. Uh, like every time I attack, and that's it. That's that's all fighters. I gained health. That's fighters are stupidly easy. It took me twenty seconds to send my character sheet in. Honestly, I think a lot of stuff has like really easy level ups at level eleven. It's not a complicated level. So Austin, me, uh, I want King to go hang out with uh, Scarmiglione and make good on that promise to take line fishing. Now I have to find a, uh, a Creative Commons fair use licensed uh, fishing song. Going on down to the fishing hole, just make it us <laughs> up as I go along. Oh. Fishing pole was the clear rhyme there. <laughs> How about you let me do my own goddamn song, all right? And then you can no. sing when it's your turn. <laughs> I'm sorry I wasn't gifted with art. <laughs> Chris just Chris just screamed so loud that his audio went out. So you're fishing with Scarmiglion, who is a Balrog. I mean, Baylor. Shh, don't tell the lawyers. They'll never know. <laughs> are you okay, homie? We're 20 minutes in. None of this is usable. Uh, King, where are you fishing with uh, Scarmiglion? Well, uh, I think that's uh, really uh, a Scarmiglion decision because King would say... Hey, you! Hey, where's like a, a good spot that's easy to fish? It doesn't have a lot of monsters. Well, King, I think I prefer the fishing spots with the monsters. Okay, then! Because <laughs> King doesn't know the fishing spots, so he's obviously going to defer to the expert. Mm hmm. <sighs> uh, one of the la- layers of the abyss is called the Shadow Sea. That is where uh, some Lovecraftian demon lords previously lived. I think that would be a fun place to go fishing. Okay. Uh, And I would like to note ahead of time that King has a gigantic barrel on his back. (laughs) Okay. Um, What about your fishing pole? Uh, Hmm. It's, I assume, just a long stick Mm -hmm. with some, like, twine tied at the end of it. And there's just like uh like a pepperoni pizza popper tied to the end. <laughs> yeah, you just instead of fishing lures, you just brought a bunch of uh p- fucking pizza rolls, tostinos, totinos. Yeah, yeah, I mean King doesn't really know. What do what do fish like to eat? And he would be like, Well everybody lo- everybody likes Tostinos people rolls. <laughs> Toast Pimos, Pimos, Pimos. <laughs> 
fucking hell. I'm dizzy. Are you okay? Are you alright? I don't... I've just been thinking about the banana pervert all day, and now I'm thinking about Sostino's people. People Stop. I'm gonna be ill. <laughs> You're alright there, buddy? Uh, help me! How? Oh, you thinking about all that fluid again? Oh, fuck. Okay. So do we fish here, Scomiglion? Yeah, so Scar takes you to uh, the Shadow Sea, which is the former realm of Dagon, the demon lord and canon H.P. Lovecraft character who's in the public domain. Um, and you're just like sitting in in his um, inner sanctum where there's a, a huge like fishing spot Scar has made. And you guys are just casting your lines in there? Yeah, well, uh, King's going to introduce uh, uh, Lime to Scar Miglion, like properly. Be like, this is a friend that daddy met during work. <gasps> big friends bigger than you daddy i know it's really big hello there little one you sh- <laughs> king your friends are sh- sure small oh that's my daughter she's still almost like a baby she looks exactly like you no she doesn't you all look the same to me <laughs> oh that seems insensitive. <laughs> do you want to roll for fishing? Uh, what do I roll? You're not proficient in fishing, so I guess it's just a d20. What does the pizza, pizza roll get me? Uh, plus one. <laughs> Sweet. For a peepus roll. I got a six then. I got a 17. So Scar Miglio definitely catches the first fish of the afternoon. Well, of course Scar does. Or the night, I guess. It's eternal night in the shadow sea. Yeah, well, that's you know, yeah, you get some uh, get some light lanterns going on, some uh, some some fireflies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Into the distance, you hear screaming. Yeah, we're just gonna ignore that. I mean, we don't have time for that. I, I came here with a conversation in mind. The scar is <laughs> like, well, that'll be the flesh scrapers. Don't pay them no mind. I won't. <laughs> hey, I have a question. Why don't they make you fight? Who? Who would make me fight? Uh, I don't know. Whoever, like, your bosses are or whatever. Oh. Well, I'm my own boss now. Once upon a time, I was a little main, like all your friends on the boat. But then I killed people above me, and then I killed the people above them, and then I killed the people above them for a couple hundred years or so. And then I became the top kind of demon. And now I'm my own boss. Wait, but you're really, really big. And no one makes you just kill people? Nope. That's the whole point of the soul economy in the abyss. You start at the bottom, you kill your way to the top, and then you don't have to kill anymore. Huh. I didn't know you could do that. Well, you're stuck in the same body. You you can't ascend to a higher level of demon like I can. Yeah, but I also kind of get tired of killing people all the time. Because when you kill them, you can't fight them again. <laughs> and then there's no one to invite out to dinner if you became friends with them. Seems to me you have a lot of friends. A full boatload. Yeah, 
I hope I don't have to kill them one day. I don't see why you'd have to. You're not a demon. Yeah, but what if my boss makes me do it? Doesn't seem like any kind of boss I would want. I don't think Kato would either, but... You just... You're just saying you just decided to not do it anymore one day? And just fish instead? Once there was nobody left who could stop me from doing what I want, I finally got to do what I want. Huh. It sounds kind of nice. Daddy, can I eat the peepus rolls? <laughs> well, that one's been in the water for a little while, so I don't know if you want to eat that one. But who am I to tell you no? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, uh, do you remember what happened when we beat up the glowy person? Oh, you mean humility? The virtue? Yeah, I guess. Uh, what happened? You and your brother beat up the angel, and then we went back to the boat, and I pushed it in the water. Yeah, but did, like, anything special happen with me? Or did I do anything? Well, I don't know what's normal for you, so I'm not sure if I can tell what's special. You show an awful bright, though. Does that help? I don't normally shine bright. Except that one time I swallowed a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't done that in a while. Big fishy, shiny teeth. Yum, 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 yum. Did you see any fish, honey? There's fishies everywhere, Daddy, look! And she's just, like, pointing down to the water where there's just, like, monstrous demon fish everywhere. Do you want to see it? <gasps> yes! And King's gonna just dive his hand into the water and just try to grab one out. Okay, rolled a noodle, I guess. <laughs> Wait, what? Noodling? It's when yeah. you, stick your, you stick your hand in a fish's mouth to catch it? You, you use your arm as the fishing line. Is that an animal handling or athletics? Uh, animal handling. Okay, cool. I still have a good roll for that. Oh, I crit failed. You botched. <laughs> All right. King, you, wa you walk to the edge of the, the shadow sea. You see a big, toothy, demonic fish in there, and you just ram your hand down its throat, and it drags you under the water. All right. Uh, how do I start <laughs> punching this fish in the face? Uh, I guess we'll strength contest the fish. <laughs> <laughs> if King gets killed in downtime scene, people are going to be very mad. Uh, I rolled a 25. I rolled an 18. So you punch the fish over and over in the face and eventually decides it's not worth it and it lets go of your arm. But you're pretty far down and you're surrounded by- Oh no, I'm grabbing that fish. I said I was going to show live a fish. Okay, so you're going to- you're gonna, mm, You tell me what happens then. Uh, So let's say- uh, because King was planning to go fishing. Need uh, a lot of bait for fishing. Uh, the rest of the Tostitas pizza rolls uh, are floating out of King's pocket. D does the fish like them? <laughs> yeah, they love them. Are you kidding? Who doesn't? All right. Please sponsor us. Who doesn't love fucking pizza rolls? Now, can I get a, a, a new animal handling check? For, <laughs> for what? Because now it likes the pizza rolls that I've given it. <laughs> I guess. Fine. I rolled a nine. I can't. <laughs> Can I just kill? No, there's Totino's, the Totino's pouring out of your pockets is just attracting more demonic fish and you're surrounded. All right. Well, I'm going to have to catch one of them. So I want to try to grab one. 
Chris, why do you why do you test me so? Uh, I guess grapple check against dexterity. Grapple that fish. Uh, twenty. <gasps> yeah. So you just you, you, yeah. Tell me what you do. Uh, so there's a bunch of fish, and King is going to find the one that he thinks looks the coolest, as in probably the one that has the most muscles, and he's going to. Wrap it up into a headlock, fish muscles, and then uh, just kick off of the water to start swimming back upwards with this fish in a headlock, so he could show lime. All right, so on your way there, back to the surface, you're gonna get bit multiple times by fish. Uh, 11, 11, 17, 24, 10. Only one of those hits, man. How are fish muscular? Like, how can you tell which fish is real? <laughs> okay. Oh, King can tell. You take 15 damage as fish bite you on your way back to the surface, but they are no match for your uh, armor, I guess? Yeah, my natural scaly armor. Mm-hmm. And King's going to emerge out of the water and say, Look, Lime! Daddy caught a fish! And you're just bleeding. See, Scar! I knew I could be a good fisherman. I don't have anything to add to this scene. I think you win. <laughs> I think I'm going to tap out. Well, I, I want to know if there's one last thing I want to do. Mm-hmm. Since I'm already in the abyss, mm-hmm. I'm going to grab that barrel and take lime, and we're going to go see Junior and uh, Callie. I forgot about the barrel. He's <laughs> Chekhov's gunned me. <laughs> and I'm going to go down to see them. He's going to be like, hey, it's me, King. Uh, so you, yeah, you exit the shadow sea to the nearest route with, well, I guess Scar's still with you, just chilling out. Yeah. And uh, the the giant Nidhogg kind of descends out of the the root slowly, uh, just like hanging pendulously in the air. And you can see uh, Cal, he's just like standing on his snout. And she says, hi, King. What's at the barrel? Oh, well, you see, I wanted to say hi and thank you for helping us. But Junior wasn't able to make it to the to the barbecue, so I thought I'd bring some of the barbecue to you. So, and Kingsley opened up the barrel. It's full of my homemade Chipotle lion barbecue sauce. I thought I'd put it on the roots that you're always eating for a different taste. Wow. Very thoughtful, <laughs> the Nidhogg says. <laughs> I hope you like it. <laughs> <laughs> I do actually really like this mental image, though, of like I guess limes riding on your shoulders or on your back, and yeah, uh, Callie's riding on the Nidhog. So it's just like the, this mirrored image of father and daughter, but the scale is just banana pants. Exactly. And King's going to just like brush some barbecue sauce over some some of the roots of the uh, of the the the, the Yggdrasil. Sauce. Oh, sorry, Yggdrasil. <laughs> I don't think anyone's checking our work. I, <laughs> there, there are no Norse cops in the audience. But Tales of Symphonia will judge me. Fair. Uh, so you do that. I just do want to say, though, I think Callie's there. And she says, Hey, King, I joined the Aethar. Really? Wow. Do you like it? Yeah, I mean, I didn't have to do anything. They just gave me this hair clip. It's magic. It seems pretty cool. Yeah, I kind of like them. This seems pretty cool. Abraham's really big. Lancelot's fun. And he can be big. (laughs) Yeah, he's really big when he wants to be. I should find out what the Aethar do. 
<laughs> I just realized both Callie and Lancelot have the same thing where they can they can drastically change size. That wasn't intentional. That's what the eighth are going to be all about from now on. Their team's uh, spontaneously big. Yep, that's their gimmick. Yeah. All right, so King's just making all the friends. That's what he wants. He's he's, he's stealing all my friends. So wholesome. I didn't know what to do, and now I got no friends, and King got all the friends. <laughs> You're over there having an existential breakdown, and King's like, I'm too dumb to think about that. I'm just going <laughs> to <Yeah>. have friends. <laughs> See, I learned. I just need to make my characters stupid enough that they can't deal with their problems. They just don't, they don't realize they exist. Yeah, yeah. I, I you're stealing all my NPCs, Chris. I'm um for. Oh. <laughs> Next up, uh, Blake. Me. Nope. I need to hear about uh, Blake's level up first. Damn. Okay. So, uh, yeah, level eleven. Not a huge deal. Uh, but do get a level six spell slot. And we've uh we're taking the spell Soul Cage, which is like. Planar binding, but miniature. Yeah, planar binding was a compromise spell where you were going to try to bind someone. It took an hour to cast, and then you had to like get them to transfer their souls to you. It was like a, a stick-up situation. Soul cage is just you kill them, and then when their soul flies out of the body, you grab it and put it in a cage, and then it's, that's it. It's instant. Yeah, although you then got to figure out what you're going to do with it within eight hours. True. Yep, in this soul economy, you can get rid of it pretty quick, or you can just keep it around and use it to heal yourself and boost yourself for eight hours if you want. The important thing is that uh, the material components for Soul Cage are must, much less strenuous. Uh, instead of having a one-time use gem, um, you basically traded the gem for a little cage, which can be used ten times because that's yep. material components are a tenth of the cost of that gem. So you're going to have Soul Cage probably for the rest of this campaign <laughs> yep probably and uh oh gosh uh, blake was also within striking distance of a max hit points of 69 damn it missed it by one we'll have another chance at that at level 12 though so are you above or below i'm below i'm at 68 let's see if we can find somebody who can boost you <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I ask for Blake to go first because uh, I actually want you to talk about your new roommate roommate situation before we launch into your downtime. Yeah. So what's your apartment like and how's Cordelia adding to the vibe? Well, I, that's going to be kind of uh, up to Cordelia to establish a vibe because Blake's apartment is pretty empty. Uh, he has a kitchen table. You know, he has a chair that sits at that kitchen table. There's a lamp that hangs over that. And he has a bed in his bedroom. It's not particularly interesting, and the sheets are gray. But he only has, like, one plate, one bowl, one knife, one fork, one spoon. So Cordelia's probably going to need to do some shopping. This sounds incredibly relatable, like my dorm room in college. <laughs> people people called my dorm room the cell because it was it was just a bed, a computer, and a stack of books, and that's it. It's like the only thing you have now is that fucking Yu-Gi-Oh slash Pokemon crossover poster. <laughs> I do have a poster of Pikachu growling at Blue Eyes White Dragon. It's a lot. It's extremely good. Oh, and Ash is wearing Yugi's clothes, and vice versa. 
Yeah, I think they they probably hooked up and they wore each other's clothes the next morning. Oh, they put the wrong clothes on. Yeah, it's romantic. Cordelia, what do you bring into the apartment? Uh, I have many decorative throws and pillows, some dead flowers, blackout curtains. Uh, it's real. It's real. Lauren's middle school bedroom in there. <laughs> A lot of Cure posters. Oh, uh, I was. I I still love the Cure. Excuse you. Uh, but I was really into AFI in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> Like that was like the first co- concert that I picked out for myself. Uh, but yeah, very very hot topic, circa two thousand six, maybe a little bit earlier. And you don't think that this is maybe a lot? Uh, the it's, it's supposed to be a lot. That's the whole point, just for it to be a lot. Do I need to? Do I need to take everything down? Do you even hang out? No, no. It's uh, I want you to feel comfortable. Me too. Thank and you. And Lord knows I have the space, but um, that's a lot. Welcome to my brain. <laughs> so Blake, tell us about what you do in your downtime, which you have you have uh, drafted Cordelia into assisting with. Yeah. Well, that's that's just it. We we need to go to a wedding. I love weddings. There's always tiny snacks. Uh, champagne. I love champagne. And you get to do a murder. You know how much I love to do a murder. I do know how much you love to do a murder. And a high-profile murder. They're, they're not going to know what hit them. I'm so excited. No, they're really not. <clears throat> so Blake's plan... Uh, for his downtime is he's going to eliminate one of the uh, board members at uh, the failsafe insurance company so that he can sort out his arrangement with Cicero and get his money. And so he's going to use Cordelia to do this uh, because one of the executives is about to get married. Yeah, I think that the vice uh, president of marketing, who is also a Yugoloth, um, specifically one of the lower kinds, which are like big people beetles. You know the um, soldiers, the evil soldiers in the Dark Crystal? Oh, yeah. I was thinking fucking Kafka. I don't know why. Well, no, not people who are turned into beetles, like humanoid beetle men. Yeah, those guys. They're big. Okay. I'll look for a picture. I don't know why I don't have one, because I, I assume this character isn't going to live long enough to be <laughs> interesting. Oh, I can take his carapace. Uh, but yeah, so you're going to this uh, vice president of marketing's wedding where you're going to kill him with Cordelia's help. And so you're going to walk us, the audience and everyone, through that procedure and really just show off Blake's assassin's skills. Because until now, you've been in very suboptimal situations, basically just running headlong into whatever situation is ahead of you. But you're a professional. When you get time to plan, to like set up, to execute, you're, you're much smoother. And now we're finally going to get to see that. Yeah. So Blake's plan is he's going to infiltrate the wedding uh, disguised as waitstaff. Cordelia is going to get into the wedding through charm and grace. <laughs> as, as one does. She's going she's gonna to crash the wedding. So you have, you have time to, to plan this. Um, so with advantage, why don't you make a deception check, uh, Blake and Cordelia, tell me what you do. 
Okay, I'm um, gonna walk up to whoever's at the door. Oh, hello! Yes, it's me. I'm on the list. You already know. Important member of the Heller family. We all know the name. Thank you. Goodbye. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll a deception to go get in. All right, deception for both. My arms are short. At a nineteen. Twenty-two. It looks like you botched. What is that one? What is that one? Well, uh, mm, what do you think? Do you think that was an accident? It was. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> I see think, it. Well, she didn't. She hadn't added her modifier to uh-huh. it at that point. So. I'm on to you, Lauren. I didn't do anything. I brought notes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Blake with a 19. You just slip in with the wait staff. They don't check. Uh, you're, I do want to establish that this wedding is happening in Gehenna, the uh, neutral evil plane we talked about before, which is just one giant volcano where you slide down infinitely as it shreds you to pieces. But you're not on the side of the volcano. You're in the crawling city, which is, as the name describes, the one city in this plane. It's a, it's an enormous metropolis, which actually does stand up on like long, stilted legs and you kind of slowly walk across the landscape. So you're there. You're safe. Uh, what kind of what kind of uh, venue is this? What are you what are you picturing? Uh, I'm I'm picturing uh, something gaudy. Um, I, I, you know, so I don't know, like oppressively gaudy, something like the, uh, the ballroom of uh, a Trump property or something, (laughs) Uh you know, uh, lots of unnecessary gold trim, um, high ceilings. I Googled Gehenna Crawling City. There's literally only one image. I don't think anyone's ever done an adventure here before. (laughs) (laughs) Like, fuck this place. Uh, But uh, so 22, Cordelia, you just walk right in. They don't stop you. You're a a member of the Heller family, which is an important prime material plane family. Hell yeah. So you're you're both in. Okay. Now we're going to be making our way over towards the bathrooms. Okay, and we need to we just need to make sure we know where those are, and then we can mingle and whatever. And the plan is to keep an eye out for when the bride goes to the bathroom, because it always happens. Yeah, four or five times during a wedding reception. I've never been to a wedding, but I believe that when the bride goes to the bathroom, we'll meet up at the bathroom. I'm going to cast illusions to make you look like the bride, and then you're going to go and kill the groom. <laughs> Damn, that's ice cold. We wait for, you know, we, we hang out at the reception. This gives us an opportunity to to chat. And he's, Blake's ditched the waiter outfit by this point and is dressed in just a suit. Like the most basic, boring. Right, so, enough to blend in at a, a wedding. It's the one suit that someone like him would own. Ah. Uh... Oh, I hate weddings. Yes, lettuce. Is it martyrdom? I would like to They're kill. They're incredibly expensive. Yeah, I just want to kill him for spending this much money on a the party. Honestly, like nobody cares. Well, they care. I don't know why they They're care. Nobody. So think of all the things you could do with that. Like you could, I don't know, invest. Uh, you buy a large cake that tastes better than the wedding cake and then also still have thousands of dollars? Fondant is a crime. Anyways, what do uh, you gonna make me look like? Well, I don't know. I haven't seen the bride. Uh-oh. 
recon mission. I think there's probably some literature, right? They have the things. It's like the program. <laughs> yeah, the program, and it's like the the happy bride and groom, and the 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 groom is a big beetle man, and then the, the bride is just like a human. <laughs> oh, I was really hoping it was like a big beetle in a wedding dress. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping for something unusual. Can it please be a big beetle in a wedding dress? I mean, sure, it could be a big beetle. I don't know. Look, I don't determine who this guy falls in love with. That's I just not... want to see somebody draw a giant beetle in a wedding dress. <laughs> I now declare you beetle and beetle. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? I don't know. You two are being very weird. You may kiss the beetle. Uh, you may kiss the beetle. You may, you may clack your mandibles. <laughs> okay, turn me into a giant beetle. Yeah, so I'm going to basically... I'm just going to enrobe her in a major image. Dope. Uh, and I don't need to do anything to cast that, so... All right, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe you want to, like... Do a little walk up and down. I mean, you know, see if that's, yeah. I mean, I am wife. I can get up close. It's fine. <laughs> I am wife. <laughs> I am wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey, it is me, your beetle wife. <laughs> they make it, they can make an, anybody could make an intelligence check uh, to see through this, obviously. That will absolutely happen. Yep. And, uh, and and she's gonna be like a focus of attention generally. So I'm really interested to see how this turns out. And uh, Blake's, you know, really giving a whole lot of thought to the illusion, but also giving a little bit of thought to being near an exit door. What about the actual beetle wife? She's locked in the bathroom. Oh, she's in the bathroom. She's gonna be in there for twenty minutes. <laughs> okay, twenty There's minutes. Lots of underpinnings, Austin. You don't understand. Bit, have you ever like tried to get out of a wedding dress to use a bathroom? No. Oh God! Okay, I take. I'm taking your word for it. Uh, you sometimes literally get sewn into them, and like, no, you ain't getting that thing off till the day is done. I really want to turn. Okay, so I got something cool in my level up. Uh, called a Mystic Arcanum, and my patron, aka my girlfriend, bestows upon me a mag a ma- ma- magical spell. Uh, so once per long rest, I can cast Flesh to Stone. And I really want to turn this beetle into stone and then smash him. I I mean, I love it. Thank you. Blake uh, is near an exit. <laughs> I'm going to wiggle up to a beetle with my big beetle body. Big bad beetle body. <laughs> okay. Nobody remembers Big Bad Beetleborgs, I know. You say it all the time. That's the only reason I know it exists. I reference Flubber like once a week. Alright, so uh I'm just gonna be like, hello husband. It is me, Beetlewife. <laughs> <laughs> Constitution saving throw. Well, now hold on. First intelligence uh check to see through your major image. Thirteen. I assume that does That's not That's a no. No, that does not Aha! It is you, my Beetle Wife. Why do we have the same accent now? <laughs> That's why we are so good match for each other. Wow. What is this accent even? Borat. Oh, <laughs> uh, you roll the constitution now? I do roll the constitution now. Nine. <laughs> no, honey. Oh, no. So what do you do? Okay, so I cash. I cash. 
I cast Flesh to Stone. Uh, so he fails. His flesh begins to harden. Uh, he already has a carapace. Ha- well, now his gooey <laughs> insides are also turning to stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what do you do, like, physically? <sighs> do I still have that Monday? Oh, I still have my pickaxe. Do you? Ke- I'm gonna... I don't think you brought a pickaxe to a wedding, did you? You don't know me. <laughs> okay. Did they do bag checks? Not that I know of. Go on. You didn't You didn't put bag checks at the door, Austin. This is your fault. Go on. <laughs> He's so sad. <laughs> I'm going to hit the beetle with my max. My axe. Well, I I, cri- I botched. <laughs> to be clear, after Blake goes through all the effort of getting you a disguise, you're just going to walk up to him and start hitting him with a pickaxe in the middle of the reception? Yeah, why not? He's a- Blake is near the exit. I can do whatever I want. Okay, well, you botched. Um, <laughs> Blake, you see her pull out a pickaxe in the middle <laughs> of the reception. I assume you just want to dip. Yeah. Okay, bye, Blake. <laughs> out of your own downtime scene. <laughs> <laughs> she knows how to get home. <laughs> Do you think she's gonna get home? She knows how. Okay. Well, you botch, so you you swing your uh, pickaxe and it hits off his carapace. Does not pierce it. Uh, you are not a particularly strong physical fighter, Cordelia. But then you had you cast uh, flesh to stone on it. So even though it didn't pierce, it did start. It like left a mark which starts spreading over his carapace. He needs to fail three. Saves to turn to stone. I'm just going to pretend I'm dancing with my beetle husband. <laughs> like, you know, Weekend at Bernie's. I'm I'm familiar with the film Weekend at Bernie's. Are you familiar with the, f- the film being shot to death by security? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, okay, well, I'm going to cast Invisibility. Well, okay, hold on. So you swing the pickaxe, you hit him. He starts turning to stone, but there's every security officer in the... The, the venue sees you wielding a pickaxe and immediately starts shooting at you with magic missile. No, oh, damn it. Okay. Uh... All right. You take 12 damage in the first volley as magic missiles begin flying across the venue. It's the just a hail of bullets, magical bullets. Okay. So a spell I took for leveling up is called ice storm. Uh, a hail of rock-hard ice pounds to the ground in a 20-foot radius, 40-foot-high cylinder centered on a point within range. Uh, so that's a dexterity saving throw for everybody. I'm going to center it on the stone boy. Oh, right. So <laughs> eight, he fails. Listen, go big or go home. No, no, no. You all fail. Uh, let's see. That's a lot of damage. So y'all have 3d8 bludgeoning damage and 48 cold damage. All right. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Blake is like standing with the door with the back door open, like watching this and thinking to himself, I mean, how was she a serial killer? <laughs> <laughs> I have become unhinged since being deaf. Yeah, I mean it starts hailing on the venue, all the windows get blown out, huge chunks crash through the ceiling and start hitting people. Um, I'm going to make another constitution saving throw against Flush to Stone. 19. Yes. All right, so that's one success, one failure. If he gets three successes, he st- he does not turn to stone. If he gets three failures, he does turn to stone. Uh, the guards are going to attack you again with magic missile. Uh, 16 damage. Damn. Yep, you're getting shot from every angle. That's fine. 
I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time. If you say so. Mm, I'm going to cast False Life on myself, actually. Uh, it gives me, I have to double check, 15 temporary hit points. Uh, you take 14 damage for the next round of magic missiles. Hey, one had temporary hit point. And we're okay. going to make another save against Flesh to Stone. That's a second failure, 11. So he's Boom. one failure away from being stone. Okay. All right, Blake's going to cast Confusion on the crowd. Oh, thank you. Uh, 16? Uh, no. All right, so you're confusing some of the guards. Uh, they're going to fire more magic missiles at Cordelia. Seven damage. Haha, suck my dick. <laughs> I think the beetle groom is going to take uh, the a knife from the big cake. He's pretty stony, right? Not yet. You're stony. <laughs> 2359. Uh, 23 definitely hits. 14 hits. 21 damage. Still in it. All right, and then the last roll, well, maybe if he fails for flesh to stone, fourteen. Nope. Suck it, you're stone now, bitch. <laughs> so the groom beetle stabs the knife from the wedding cake into your chest, and then turns to stone with it still stuck inside you, and you're <laughs> and you're fused to the stone statue. <laughs> I can pull it out. All right, uh, strength to pull the the strength to pull it out. Fuck, I'm really low on health. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Weird. Six. You do not. You, you're struggling to pull this the knife, which it turned to stone while in your body, and so it's fused inside of you. Magic missile, six damage. Oh well, I'm dead. You're not dead. You are. I'm not dead, but I have negative three. All right, <laughs> this downtime has gone very sideways. <laughs> Austin, Cord- if Cordelia dies at Blake's uh, downtime, could we use her time to do other things? Then yeah, you're gonna make like, more like friends. A trip to McDonald's or something. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Steal all her friends. Oh, uh, Cor- Blake, you see Cordelia go down in a hail of magic missiles. Actually, she just like slumps forward onto the the Ugoloth who's been turned to stone, and they're they're like t- embraced and dying. Okay. Alright, so now, hypothetically, uh-huh. <laughs> how much of a dick am I if I cast Soul Cage right now? I mean, you could, like, help. Uh, yeah, I suppose I could. Alright, uh, god damn it, Blake really didn't want to have to, like, get into this. I mean, you probably should have told her not to swing a pickaxe through the reception. I, I Well, come on. That seems obvious. <laughs> I didn't realize I had no backup. I didn't realize you were going to, like, attract attention. I thought we had a team. It wasn't a team. It was just me. <laughs> We've never had someone die in a downtime before. <laughs> That's kind of fun, right? Oh, my God. Uh, let's see. We established lap- last episode, deaths are final. I- Cordelia absolutely can die. It's not a joke. Yeah. I'm going to cast Cloud Kill uh, and create a 20-foot radius sphere of poisonous yellow-green fog uh, centered on the altar. Oh, dear. Or the wherever the, the, the event is to start. It pushes out from there. She's immune to poison. Yeah, I'm immune to poison. That's really clever. I was about to say, you're going to make her start making an, uh, just a ton of death saving throws if you start 
attacking her, but yep. wow, that that that's what we call synergy here, huh? Yep. All right, so you seeing Cordelia get stabbed through the chest by the groom. He turns to stone. She gets shot and slumps against him. They're at the uh, at the altar still, or where I, I guess it would be the like the head table at the reception. Yeah, they're at the head of the reception, and you see this. All the guards are like circling in. They're gonna finish her off, and so you just summon a, a poisonous cloud inside the uh, the venue. Yeah, well, at at the table. Yeah, for, like radiating out from them. Yeah, and it goes out 20 feet, and then over time, it continues to move further away at the start of each turn. Yeah, this is going to go from killing the groom to killing everyone who attended the wedding. Oh, well. Shit happens. (laughs) Uh, Cordelia, make your first death saving throw. Just a d20, right? Just a d20, three successes and you are okay, three failures and you die. Oh no, four. That's your first failure. Cordelia is bleeding out, impaled by the statue she created, but the cloud kill is keeping the security from finishing her off. Anyone who tries to enter it just drops dead. Roll a medicine check. I mean, hell, I'm in pretty good shape. (laughs) Blake starts uh, running into the, uh, the cloud to get there, but you know... Might take a turn. Well, yeah, roll cloud kill damage, mm-hmm. which is extensive. It is a lot. If we lose half the party in a downtime because you didn't have any fucking chill, Cordelia. I thought I had backup. <laughs> I didn't think I was by myself. This whole party's falling apart. It's a 12, so that's a fail. I just, I just didn't know it was only me. And... Uh, so I have to take 5d8 poison damage. So Austin, is, is this when they exit the danger room and they realize, oh, before we do the real mission, I'm glad we did that practice run first. <laughs> oh, it's only 21 damage I'm taking. It's fine. It's not fine. Wizards are very squishy. This, um, is, this is fine. This is why you bring the healer on murders. Uh, so you take 21 damage as you run into the cloud kill. What do you do? This is a this uh, like chaotic scene. Everyone's like coughing their literal guts out, and there's like screaming, and we have like a, sh- a shaky cam as you run in, and you see the the bride and groom it like stuck together, literally. God damn, that is not good. All right. If I it survive is- this, I am never doing anything for Blake again. <laughs> Like and I'm pretty, I'm pretty squishy, so it's not like I can. Just... <laughs> it's, a, it's a suicide pact. Oh, <laughs> me and you, Conrad. Uh, I mean, I guess I could make a strength check to try and pull them apart. All right, he's got to be stronger than. But the it's snake. it's not good. It's up to you. I don't want to lose half the party, but I also am very committed to role play. <laughs> Nine. That's not gonna do it. God damn it, Conrad. <laughs> Do you have something that could break stone? Don't you have like a weapon-y thing? Uh, so first of all, uh, roll another death saving throw, Cordelia. Uh... Oh my word. All right. What? Jesus. Luck be a lady. One more failure and Cordelia is dead forever. Blake, what do you do? Uh... This is it. I'm not fucking around. If Blake doesn't figure out how to get you out of here. Medicine check. If Blake doesn't figure out how to get you out of here, you're dead. I'm going to cast Kona Cold on the beetle to see if I can make it brill enough to break. 
Why don't you make cast Kona cold to make like a little slippery uh, ramp that you could just push them down? <laughs> what? I'm just like fucking Iceman. You make yourself a little ice ramp to fucking just scooch out of there on. I mean, have you not seen penguins? Don't act like I'm insane. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> if you if you want an Iceman out of here, that will save Blake's life. But Cordelia will still have to roll for the. She's too. She's two failures in, yeah. Alright, so... Blake, out of options... For... How to separate these two and unable to prevent Cordelia's death... (laughs) I like when we say it like that. Is at least going to try and get as much of the evidence out of here as possible. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, you're gonna cast Cone of Cold to create an ice ramp... Out of the poison cloud. Dude, that's a smart idea. <laughs> uh, okay, so you create a ramp with Cone of Cold on the ground of the reception hall, and I guess you're just going to push the, the double statue. It's one statue and one dying person. Uh, it's slide out of there. You're going to ride them like a luge? or a, Well, I'm just going to push it, and that way if there's anyone in the way, the statue will likely hit them and maybe topple over. And maybe not Cordelia Luce. I, I, well, hold on. I think we could do a Jamaican bobsled thing here. Oh, you want to go? You want to go? Oh, okay, man. <laughs> Why don't you roll me athletics or acrobatics? Oh, yes. oh, oh boy. I could choose between either one of the two things you know that I'm what? bad at. Okay. I learned from Cool Runnings is that they say the most pivotal skill to being a good bobsledder uh, is your arcana skills. <laughs> John Candy, I think, says that. Yeah, he says it a couple times in the movie. Well, I went with acrobatics, and I got a seven. <laughs> All right, this is extremely good. All right, so I think you grab uh, the Beetle Man statue who's impaled the knife through Cordelia, and you push it down this ice ramp, and uh, surrounded by security in the death poison cloud, because you're going to die too, Blake, in the poison cloud. You have no choice. I think you're going to bobsled uh, like out the window of this venue. Uh-huh. Uh, you rolled a seven. On your acrobatics, right? Uh, yeah, which is not great. It's not great. So you go flying out the window. The, the The statue man hits the glass. It explodes. And you topple out of this building. And I think over the edge of the crawling city. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so let's take some damage as you hit the side of this volcano uh, and the beetle man explodes. So Cordelia is unstuck. That's good. That is good. Uh, what? Look at this roll. Wow. I'll take it. Only All three damage. Three. <laughs> uh, mathematically improbable. Uh, the, the statue breaks your fall, Blake. You could have died right then then and there. Uh, but the beetle man cush- cushions your fall. It explodes on impact. And you and Cordelia go rolling down Gehenna, which is to be, it's like an active uh, demonic volcano uh, above you you see that like the venue is just filling with poison gas it's like wafting out the windows people are screaming and dying and you two begin rolling down uh, this volcano with all these shards of what i think you call them evidence now lost to anyone <laughs> who would want to find them so you've gotten rid of the body uh so 
Blake's gonna try to reach out, grab some portion of Cordelia, sort of figuring that if she's a log tube and he can just latch onto some part of it, she'll eventually wrap around him entirely as they tumble down Gehenna. So Blake does a miraculous toboggan out of the venue, down the legs of the crawling city, and onto the surface of Gehenna. Uh, now Cordelia needs to make a death saving throw. Uh, nine or below, and she dies forever. No takebacks. Ten or above, and Blake gets one more chance to save her. Yeah. Eighteen! But you're now sliding down this active volcano. If we hit another (laughs) roll, there's a good chance Cordelia dies. Now, Blake, what do you do? (laughs) I don't want to play your character, but ice manning off of things has worked out pretty well so far. I mean, yeah. (laughs) It's a volcano. Lava, ice makes rock. Oh, I do have one more level five spell slot. So, yeah. Yeah, I kind of called us a, a ramp. Okay, so you wrap Cordelia's dying noodle body around yourself, and you, <laughs> dying noodle body. And you, as you're sliding down this volcano, you shoot cold a cone of cold in front of you, and you start making an icy ramp. I think somewhere down the volcano, you see there's a portal back to Sigil. I mean, portals cover every plane. Can you maneuver into it and back to safety before you're torn apart by the molten surface of Gehenna? Good question. I don't know. Um, can I cast fly? <laughs> it's i would (laughs) i think i can all right Uh, that doesn't require any rolls nope you just do it and uh i'm gonna fly us into that fucking portal do you do a kickflip off your ice ramp yeah ssx do a 720 degrees the i don't know what mctwist is that a thing i think that's a skateboard trick like a churro from mcdonald's (laughs) Or like a cinnamon twist for McDonald's. Part of me wants to make a roll again. <laughs> part- yeah, of course you do, because you fucking want me to suffer. No. <laughs> I don't. I just think of you. Yes, you do. I don't. I deserve it after the, all the years. But Oh, actually, uh, Blake, one more medicine check. You just DC 10 as you're flying, because now you can just fly. Nothing's getting near you. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, let's Please, dear God. I mean, it's not great, but it's a 10. Oh, fuck. Everyone's butthole can unclench. <laughs> Yay! Oh man, oh. I really. I was not ready for this tonight. I, Lauren I learned an episode for... today. Learned an episode. <laughs> learned low, low stakes, low stakes down time hijinks. That's what I signed yeah, up for. Never, never going in big again. I thought I could get in, get out. So uh, narrate what's happening, Blake. You do a kickflip off of the ice ramp towards the portal. You cast fly on yourself, and now you're just lazily kind of gliding down, like Blink on his hang, hang glider across Hyrule Field on the way to the portal. Cordelia's wrapped around you. What do you do, and how do you feel about that? So he tears off the pant legs. It's like I lose more pants this way. <laughs> yeah, nothing but cutoffs. <laughs> and uh, tries to bandage up her gaping chest wound. Thanks. And and then slap her about the face. Like, come on, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Ah! up. No slap. How uh? How exactly did you make it as a serial killer? I thought I'd have backup. I thought, oh, Blake, he come help. I don't get murdered all alone. So I get to do my big dramatic showcase. 
And you'd be one to punching Cordelia, in out. she's a professional. She'll kill the beetle guy. Get out. I, it was going to be so cool. I just needed a little bit of help. And I did not realize that was not happening. I mean, don't get me wrong. Probably viewed from some exterior perspective. It probably did look pretty cool. Also, consider this. You are the most boring man on the planet. Plain. What's a planet? Nobody knows. Uh, but a big flashy murder, why would that point to you? I mean, his conduit also already prevents any witnesses from being able to identify him. Yeah, he, it's fine. The disguise was for you. <laughs> he could have walked in butt naked and killed someone with a giant dildo and it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, sometimes we want to turn people into stone and then pickaxe them. Uh, but I think we learned our lesson today. I mean, the turn to stone was was great. I mean, it might have just been a more subtle way to, you know, pull that off. And he makes a very kind of gross gesture with his hand. You know, uh, we learned a lot today. Valuable lesson. We are better for having been through it. This is not cognitive dissonance. I'm fine. Below you, you can see the pieces of the Beetleman statue, like, tumbling down Gehenna. And you, then you see them all, and then you look to your chest, and there's still a knife with a broken-off hand gripping it. That's mine now. I keep it. Yeah, <laughs> that that's your item you get from this, is a, a severed hand frozen like a victim of Medusa holding uh, a, a knife that cut a wedding cake. Okay, but that's really fucking badass. That's a good story. Yeah, look at my hand sword. Uh, Cordelia, are you crooked again? You know what? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's gonna stick this time. Yeah, right? Well, level up now, Cordelia. Okay, never. Um, alright, I leveled up. I took a spell. It's called Ice Storm. I already used it. It was a terrible idea. <laughs> I mean, actually, it kept you safe for longer because I reduced the, the magic missile damage that was incoming. That's true. What he said. Uh, I also get the flesh to stone. We already talked about that. Uh, I have you flies. really showed that off. We've never had a downtime where you demonstrated your new abilities so cl- clearly to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I did it for you and it backfired. It didn't backfire. You just didn't need to bring out the pickaxe. You could have just said, oh, hey, hey, beetle husband, my husband, and then t- cast turned to t- stone on him, flushed to stone, and then walked away. I... I am not the wise woman. Okay, we don't need to relitigate that. What else did you get? Mystic Arcanum. You said that. What's that? That's a thing I get from my patron. It's uh, I use a spell once per long rest without using a spell slot. I stole. I stole. I <laughs> I took flesh to stone. Yay. All right. So last episode, we established that Lloyd... Ate my flesh off my old body. Uh, as Austin so kindly reminded me, cats cannot eat bones. Uh, so one of the things I want to use for crafting is my bones. I also have fly juice, and I have a mundane spear. And you have a, a stat. Uh, you have a stone hand gripping a, a knife. That one also. I'm gonna type hand knife in my <laughs> hand knife. 
ooh, I can put like a little glove on it. It looks so fancy. I don't know if you can get a glove on it. <laughs> I know I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I have audio footage, which is in conflict with that statement. (laughs) Oh my god, homie, I'm gonna fucking kill you. (laughs) Phoenix Wright, I I got you cornered. So I'm gonna come into your house and I can kill you. (laughs) That's right. I know where you live. I'm scared. Okay. Uh, Bones. Jesus. I'm like delirious from almost dying. Hold on. Yeah, no, this is in character. Cordelia has had a severe blood loss event. <laughs> Sometimes uh, we go too big and then we lose the blood and then we get a little silly. Uh, I would like to turn some bones into some things. Bone things. So I was thinking, I keep getting stabbed, right? That is a problem. <laughs> In the middle area. The torso part of the noodle. I don't know where the torso ends. But the middle part of the noodle. So me, Lauren, slash Cordelia, we we think uh, we make a corset armor out of rib bones. Instead of whale bones, as was traditionally done. Yeah, so I'm using my own bones as like a, like armor. All right, you get plus one to AC. Fuck yeah. That's the one fashion thing I know is corsets are made out of whale bones. I'm out of fashion knowledge now. <laughs> All Austin knows is basketball shorts. <laughs> <laughs> In front of everyone, huh? Just calling me out? <laughs> I sure am, buddy. Snake bone corset. I like to be comfortable. All right, I have two things. Yes. I don't know who I'm talking to. Uh, I'm on like a Skype call with Anastasia <laughs> and Lynette. Uh-huh. Like, first I take ordinary lance. It is boring into nothing, yes? What do we even have this for? Save it for a reason that I now understand. Uh, I'm going to, like, electromagnetic plating, but with fly juice. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you could just say you pour the fly juice on it. You don't got to make it into a whole production. I wanted to make you do a whole thing. Okay, fine. Yeah, be I, extra. I, I fully juice that lance. So you take the uh, the mundane spear from the abyss, and you add the fly juice Blake got from Jean the Demon Queen, and you make a lance of the flies. Hell yeah. So the only person who uses physical weapons is King. Are you going to try to give that to him? Uh, I'm gonna hold on to it and maybe give it to him if he's like if he chills out after talking to Lloyd. There's a it it's a it is a potential rift in the party that is minimizing our maximum output. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I didn't know we were going to get an economics lesson. <laughs> Words. <laughs> Camilla, uh, so Cordelia at level eleven. What are you gonna do with your downtime? Uh, I want to go talk to Camilla about the Believer shit. Uh-huh. The ep- last episode ended with her asking you to become the god of murder, and then you said, check, please, instead of answering. Yes, I have a lot of questions. I don't just blindly allege myself to people. All right, so you go to the headquarters of the Believers of the Source, which is the Great Foundry, a uh, basically a giant factory where things are made in sigil. Um, is there smelting? Yeah, dog. We can smell anything. What do you want to smell? I just like to smell. I just like smelt. Isn't that also the name of is fish? A smelt? Oh, it is. So they they have they smelt metals and they also just got a bunch of smelts. 
Wow, I love a fishy city. I was I tried to Google smelt fish, but I wrote smelt fruit, which is nothing. <laughs> you can't smelt fruit. Yeah, these are like these little skinny fish. They're very goofy. Um, so you go in. I uh, Camilla knows you're coming. Meets you out there. Uh, she is once again a goat lady. Uh, she's wearing a kind of a casual nun's outfit. She has a sword with a black blade on her hip. Uh, she also has a little bit of blue in her hair because she's norm- She's all white. Besides that, um. She's kind of cool and hip, but also very calm and collected. And she says, hello, Cordelia. Have you had more time to think about my offer? Uh, I have had more time to think. However, I feel that I need mm, a lot more information to consider further. I don't like to go into things blindly. Uh, one, you never know what happens. Sometimes you're an idiot and try to pickaxe people at a wedding. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I know. guess that does happen sometimes, yeah. You never know. So I just had a, you know, I wanted to just have a little uh, tete-a-tete with you, like a powwow, or figgle the fig fiddle. Yep, figgle. we're gonna figgle it out. <laughs> oh no, I just broke the figgle. This has been an extremely <laughs> cursed episode, word-wise, between the to- Tostinos <laughs> Peebles Peebus and this. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I just realized that there's a beetle in a wedding dress that's coming out of the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit! Fuck. That's the only survivor of the wedding. She just finds her husband's stony face on the fucking sidewalk. (laughs) I don't understand what today's episode is. You're welcome, everybody. Alright, so um, uh, uh, you proposed uh, to be the god of murder. I have lots of questions about that. One, why? Why? Why would that be helpful? Like, what What do you specifically want from me? What is expected? All believers of the source are required to volunteer here at the Great Foundry uh, 15 hours a week. Uh, all pro- proceeds go to our charities, so you'll be helping the community. That's required from you. Oh, that's fine. I love to smelt. All right. We'd love to have you here smelting. But besides that, we would like you to take your proper place in the universe. I don't personally approve of murder. I don't partake in murder. It's not an interest of mine, but just as there is a god of light and there is a god of shadow, there's a god of love and a god of hate, there's necessity for a god of murder just as there is for a god of life. Okay, well, good answer. <laughs> Thank you. This is a test. <laughs> um, now, uh, maybe I misunderstood or misread your words, misread, like, in my mind. Uh, it kind of seemed as if you are asking for uh, me to ally myself with you in case of, like, a battle or a war. I mean, it just seems like the obvious conclusion. There's two guys. Y'all hate each other. The factions of Sigil have often come into armed conflict. There have been two full-scale wars in the history of the city. And that was back when the Lady of Pain was here to keep the peace. Now that she's gone, I have very little doubt there will not be another war. Okay. Um uh how how does one 
become a god. How do you propose doing the god thing? We have many theories and projects currently underway. Uh, the answers you seek are probably currently unavailable to new members. If you ah. if you dedicate yourself to the believers, eventually that information will be made available to you. Okay. Uh, would uh, the concept of immortality uh, be included in that, like, n- n- older member knowledge? Uh, I mean, the immortality hasn't really been a thing, but... In a long time, but when you think of God, you think of, you know, pretty old. Uh, is there, I mean, do, I don't know, it's crazy, man. <laughs> Was that like a surfer dude? Uh... I don't know. Um, it's like 78 degrees in here and I want to cry. Most of our work right now is purely theoretical. I can't tell you all the contours of what godhood would entail. If we had those answers, we would be gods already. Okay. I I really appreciate your honesty. That is something I am I am wanting. I'd rather have you tell me the truth than lie and say, Oh yes, Cordelia, we make you a god. Look how big you are. Rah rah. Uh ooh, uh why do you think that there being gods is a better state to be in than our current godless state. Do you believe in democracy? The people cry out for gods. Just ask them. They always have. The gods created them, cared for them, answered their prayers. What could be more reassuring than having something so powerful looking out for your interests? Um, but what about those who do not want gods? They do not have to worship gods if they do not want to. Uh, so what's the deal with the Aethar? What, uh, they're just really upset about, they're just really got, you know, ants in their pants. I don't know. You basically summed it up. They have ants in their pants. Oh, so they're just, they just mad. <laughs> they just jealous. They mad though. I just, uh, well, I like smelting. I don't really know if I care about giving back to the community, but eh, <laughs> I will smelt for my own peace. Uh, but I, I mean, I'm not really, honestly, I'm not super like, oh, I need to be a god. Uh, but it does sound pretty cool. Um, and I'm very interested, even if I don't try to become a god, I'm really interested in the kind of research you're doing. So, I mean, sign me up. Uh, so Camilla, Camilla takes you back to her office where she has like new initiate uh, paperwork and stuff to fill out. And at the end of that, uh, she gives you a ring. Like, oh, I was yawning. I like rings. What does it look like? Person narrating. <laughs> on it, it has the symbol of the Believers of the Source, which is a sword, a downward-facing sword, and the hilt is radiating lines like a sun. For a second, I thought you said radiating lines. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no! What? I thought you said radiating limes. Oh, limes. I was like, how's she here, too? <laughs> uh, do you put it on? Yeah. Warlock's whole thing is they get a very limited number of spell slots, but they recharge. 
uh, what would be very helpful for you, Cordelia, is to have one more spell slot. Hell yeah! Which you do. That's the bonus you get for joining the Believers of the Source. Hooray, maybe Lancelot won't kill me in my sleep. No promises. He hates it so much. He really does. Finally, Nifix, you have to level up before we can let Laura go to sleep. I'm here. I'm ready to level up. I got all this all this stuff ready. Um, It's level 11. It's that level where not much happens. I get a little bit of extra HP, and I get my first level 6 spell slot, and I get a new spell, and that spell's going to be Mass Suggestion. Which does pretty much what... It says it, you can suggest something to a mass of people and they have to do it if they fail. It does sound like something which won't get you killed at a wedding. As far as I understand it, like it's not like one of those spells where you force someone to do something and then they know they've been magicked afterwards. You just kind of have to explain it like in a way that they would go, yeah, that sounds reasonable. And then you can just put that thought in their heads and they'll all go do it. Uh, you crit on a persuasion check. Yeah, but, like, I can crit on a persuasion check to, like, 15 people at once. I just gotta, I, I, I gotta have a good persuasion argument to do it with. Alright, uh, Nifix, what do you do on your dad time? I'm gonna continue trying to find out what happened with me being dead and whatnot. On the last episode of CSI Nifix, you went that back to the scene of the crime, looked through security tapes, and found a suspicious Modron, kind of a robot man. And uh, in the meantime, Lynette was looking up who that was, because the kind of Modron was is really rare. It's a Secundus, a uh, humanoid whose body is like a long cylinder and whose arms reach all the way down to the ground. And also, they- also, just someone that tall in in Bi- Biotopia is uh, is pretty rare. We're not we're not built for tall people. Yeah, so Lynette comes back to you and says, Hello, Nifix. What's my voice? Uh, it was a nerdy voice. It's just like, Hey, Nifix. Um, I found the guy. Uh, she pulls out like, a bunch of papers and stuff and says, uh, He is a wanted criminal. His name is Simon. Uh, he's Secundus, as you see. Bah, 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 paperwork, paperwork, paperwork. Uh, it seems like last known address or like... Um, where he's suspected to be is in the neighborhood in Mechanis, the plane of lawful neutrals. Hmm. Ne- law- lawfully neutral. Okay. Chris just said in the chat that Austin's nerdy voice is just his own voice, which is true. Yeah, Austin, it doesn't work if you dunk on yourself. I, dis- I disarmed your uh, dunk. <laughs> no, I'm powerless without that. It's it's been annoying me for for ages trying to work out why Secundus was was ringing bells in my head. I worked out what it's been reminding me of. Uh, Secundo is the name of the the AI in Beyond Good and Evil. Hmm. I wonder if there's any deliberate thing there. The Mojon are pretty popular. In indeed, this is a this is a, a electronic person. So perhaps um, uh, they're a lawful neutral wanted criminal. Do we know what they are wanted for? Lynette says, yes, they're a member, or they're a former member, I guess, they're disbanded now, of the Mercy Killers, which is a faction that kind of does what the Furies, or they kind of did what the Furies do, which is go around and kill people, but instead of just four people doing only the highest priority missions against high-value targets, there were, like, thousands of them, and they just kind of killed whoever they wanted. Okay, and presumably I ended up on their list at some point? <laughs> I, I don't have that information in the file. I just found a Secundus who matched the profile and is, you know, 
consistent with the information you gave me, so. Okay. Uh, do we know what they're up to now? Like, what, what, what they've been, what they've been doing since they killed me? Any, anything on that? Nope. You asked me to find a secundus that matched the description of the one in the security tape. I found you where he is. You can go to Mechanus, the lawful neutral plane where Mojon are from, and continue your investigation. Well, in that case, that's where I'm heading. Uh, Nifix, you catch a portal. Um, so actually, this is like the first time in maybe like the whole campaign going back to like the second episode where you're not going to have Lancelot with you because he's mad at you. Yeah, this is the first time I'm doing anything by myself and I'm suddenly like, oh, oh no, I can't, I can't push any of my choices onto other people and be like, you deal with this bit of this for me. I know, it's really juicy. Um, yeah. So you... You go to where Lynette said uh, that this Simon character is supposed to hang out. It's a large clock tower. Uh, you're familiar with like the Super Mario 64 level that takes place entirely in a clock? Yeah. yeah. It's basically that. Okay, so this this is set in, in basically Robot Town. Am I going to stick out like a sore thumb here? Um, so the, the Modron, which are the native species of Mechanus, Mechanus is the lawful neutral plane. It's an entire, like, what do you say? Robot town. It's all robots all the time. The ground is metal. Uh, you know, all the plants are metal. It's just entirely clockwork. Yeah. Uh, so you, you, you stick out, but also everyone here is programmed to mind their own business. Okay. I, I was debating whether polymorph, um, and making myself look like a Modron was going to be a necessary step to not being as obvious as this Modron was in, in that footage. <laughs> you absolutely can. I'll just say that the Modron are uh, programmed to only be able to think about a certain number of things at any given time. They're like really simple minded and like goofy. There's a famous Planescape story, uh, the March of the Modron, where they basically get tricked into wiping out like a ton of people because they can't understand. They need to not march through the middle of people's towns. It's that's like their thing is they're like really simple minded and silly. So you could just walk through like juggling live turkeys and they would be like, well, I got to go do my stuff. I'm programmed to do. And just, Uh, okay. So presumably if this Modron is not expecting me to come for them. They're probably not going to be looking out for me and, you know, that sort of thing. The more complex the Modron, the higher level, which is uh, signified by the number of, like, polygons they have. So, like, a sphere is very simple, yeah. lowest level, and then you have, like, the three-sided, four-sided, five-sided. They get more complex and thoughtful. Secundus are the second highest. They're the ones that are almost humanoid, basically. So if anyone was going to was gonna notice you be the secundus. Well, in that case, just to be sure, I'm gonna I'm gonna polymorph for this. Um I I, I wanna be the least gnomish um Modron I can be. The least gnomish. I don't know how to <laughs> I don't know what that means necessarily. Um b- big big uh, big and not and not small. Big and not small. Okay, a pretty big, yeah. a pretty big Modron is like the pentadrome. I think they're called. They're like f- the ones that represent five sides. They're like big um, flowers. You know, like open Rafflesia flowers with like big petals. Yeah. Um, they have like five of them, and then they have like little stick legs. I I can go with that. All right, so you totter into this big clock tower. Uh, like the floor is a giant moving gear. Like the walkways are like rotating around. You look up and you see cogs and stuff that form platforms. They're all moving. It's like the whole building is alive almost, but mechanically. If I look around, is there any sort of delineation of like, okay, the 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 more simple low poly ones are in it over here doing this sort of stuff. The high poly ones are heading this way. Like, is, is there any way? 
I can tell where I need to be heading if I want to be in, you know, like, high-poly town. Uh, in this clock tower, you don't see anybody. It's just you and the clock tower right now. Hmm. I'm, I'm assuming up the clock tower is a good direction to be going. Alright, athletics to jump from gear to gear. Uh, crit, 23. Alright, well, fuck all the challenges and puzzles <laughs> I had, I guess. <laughs> I've solved your gear puzzle. Yeah, I mean, you've mastered your speedrunner of the clock tower level in Mario. You know all the tricks. You know if you jump... I, I, I know if you do the backflip in a certain place, you can glitch into the geometry and backflip again and just sort of backflip up the whole tower. I mean, the secret is you have to see which way the arms are when you jump in, because that uh, changes the speed that everything's rotating at. Yeah. So you know that, and <laughs> you're easily able to climb up to the top of the clock tower. Um, there's nothing really in here. It's kind of um, dusty and um, per- perception or investigation or insight. Maybe insight. Uh, that is a 10. That is a botch. You crit and then you botch. That's <laughs> yeah, wonderful. Yeah. So you are a physical specimen of Olympic quality, <laughs> but you are not paying attention. Yeah, I got too much on my mind. Yeah, you just think no one's here, and that's a great opportunity to find this guy, Simon the Secundus, and get some answers. And you climb to the top of the to- clock tower, which is a big gear uh, that that basically is uh, the the top, the highest level, like almost like the attic. And you can look out the cl- face of the clock tower and see Mechanus below you. So you're like looking out uh, through the glass, and you see the cityscape and all the little Modron walking around there, and. You're standing behind the arms, the minute and the hour arms at the clock and looking down on the city, but you don't see anybody here. Uh, can I do... I, I don't know if this is how Modron work. Can I do detect thoughts to see if there's any anything around me that I'm not seeing that is thinking? <laughs> yep, you cast detect thoughts and you detect uh, in the corner of the room there are thoughts which are... I don't think she sees me. Good, good. I'll just wait till she leaves. Uh... Hmm. How, how to how to approach this? Um. <laughs> so yeah, you've solved my puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nifix is going to use mass suggestion on this one on this one uh, thinking thing. Oh, this is such a good opportunity to try out your new spell if Modron didn't have an ability called Axiomatic Mind, uh, which negates all m- mind controlling magic. Fine, fine. <laughs> <laughs> because they are robots and you cannot influence their programming. Okay, that's that's fair. I didn't do this deliberately to fuck you. You just picked a weird spell for the robot mission. Yeah, well, I didn't pick it specifically for the mo- robot mission. I picked it for a lot of stuff that's going to come up later, I'm sure. Yeah, um, it's a good spell. Yeah. Yeah, Nifix is just going to just going to wander over to that corner. Yeah, so you can tell the thoughts are coming from there and as you get closer, the person's thinking like oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, but they're invisible, so they just don't move. You can stay in that corner as long as you want, I'm not going away. I am not here. You very much are here, though. Prove it. (laughs) Um, you think, therefore you am. No, no, uh, error, error. No, I am kidding. Hold on, I will uninvisible. <laughs> and the Secundus makes itself known. It is a just a, a large metal cylinder man, no legs. The arms go from the shoulders down to the floor with long spindly fingers. And then there's a low poly PS2 man's head on top. And the Secundus says, what do you want? So does, does this appear to be Simon? Yes. Okay. Um... 
That is Simon S one M zero N. Of course it is. <laughs> um, at, at this point, Nifix is gonna drop the polymorph and uh, and go. So, I got killed. Let's talk about that. My condolences. Uh, did, did, did you make a big habit out of going to um? Gnome gaming conventions. There has been a confusion. Well, I feel like it's if there's a time to explain that confusion, it's now. Uh, Nifix is going to cast Zone of Truth. Yeah, Zone of Truth works on Modron. Uh, so you cast Zone of Truth, and he's not going to resist you. And he says, you understand I cannot discuss my work? Um, I'm going to need you to. Did you kill me? My professional reputation prevents me from answering this question. Uh, N- Nifix starts to warm up a good destructive <laughs> wave and goes, Your professional reputation's not going to mean much if you're dead. So you're in the zone of truth as well? Yeah. Are you going to kill me? I would rather not. Are you going to kill me? Are you going to tell me anything? You won't kill me. I don't have to kill you to make it see that you won't do, uh, that you can't do your job anymore. Anything you break, I can repair. Here's mm, here's a question about Zone of Truth. Um, if the person saying it believes it, does it matter whether it's actually it's whether you think it's true or not so if you yeah. said the sky is purple and you actually thought that you could say it yeah okay I, I i'm this is what i'm trying to wrestle with is does does nifix know she's not got in in her to do this or does she think no oh, i could i could i could i could, I could do it I, I i would do it i would do it if i had to yeah, I mean, you have this Modron backed into a corner and he's saying, you don't have what it takes. I will kill you if I have to. Calculating response. <laughs> <laughs> Not worth dying for. What's... Wh- what is your deal? What did you do? I was a mercy killer. Yeah, yeah, we got that much. Um, and presumably I am a person you killed. I do not know you. Okay, what were you doing at that 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 uh, convention in, in Bytopia? I was hunting prey. Who was the prey? We do not know his name. We call him the Man of a Thousand Faces. Okay. What do you know of them? His identity is a mystery. He kills without leaving a trace. Were you trying to kill my killer? It appears I failed. I am sorry. Yeah. Yeah, you did. You did. Have you continued to try and find them? I have not. The mercy killers were disbanded. I am alone. Do you want to help try and find them? Because I really want to find them. What are you offering in return? 
I don't know. What were you getting out of killing before? It was my job. What sort of payment would you need for it to be your job again? What is money to me? I cannot live freely. I am a wanted man. I'm trying to think whether, um, whether Kate, what what ability Kato would have to to go. Don't worry, you're with us now. And to have the the being wanted be less of an issue. I don't know if that's something on the table potentially. So I mean, Kato is a basically a Wall Street guy, very connected and influential. So maybe he can yeah. he can basically do a corruption and get this criminal thing taken care of for Simon. Um, yeah, it's possible. He says, "You can do this. You're in the zone of truth." It is possible. It's something I could try. Then I will help you find the man with a thousand faces. Nice. I made a friend without having to take a faction. <laughs> yeah. Made a great friend. Hey! Uh, Nifix, as you go to leave the clock tower, uh, you look like through the glass where the, the arms, the, the hands of the clock are, and out into the city one more time, and you see on a balcony <gasps> in a building across the street, there's someone staring at you. Ruh-roh. It's the Lady of Pain. Oh, Lady of Pain, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Yeah, that's what that is. Uh, so yeah, that's the Lady of Pain. The the big face cu- surrounded by swords. Wait, is the Lady of Pain... Either this is the person with a thousand faces pretending to be the Lady of Pain, or I've caught the Lady of Pain's attention, which would be a very, very, very bad thing to have done. Yes. Uh, this... This female figure with a headdress made of swords uh, turns and goes into the building and disappears. Hmm. I'm going to say this. If that was the actual Lady of Pain, I think I think I would be a lot more dead than I am right now. All right, Nifix, you take your new friend back to Purgatory. Uh, you say, Simon, this is everyone. Everyone, this is Simon. And he he's like, beep boop, I am a robot. Yeah, I found us a murder bot. Cool. Hooray. I am going to boop the lizard. Boop. King is very distracted at the moment because he is reading a book about uh, uh, workplace office rules. <laughs> and he's like, huh, I think Kato's supposed to be giving us two 15-minute breaks during our sessions. <laughs> no, that's that's only if we do a full eight hours. Also, it probably doesn't apply in the event of a private contractor. If it's less than five hours, you do not get a break. Also, time is weird in the plains. What about a thirty-minute lunch? Uh, only <laughs> if corporate lets us get the discount on the lunch. Huh. Oh my god. Work is complicated. It really is. You guys should unionize. <laughs> yep. What, you mean like with glue? Yeah. What? Never mind. <laughs> uh, uh, so everyone goes back to Kato's office to hear about the next mission. Uh, actually, Lynette comes in. And she says, uh, Cordelia, you're looking crooked, but also slim. It's all the rage. It's, uh, the me bone corset. Is there anything you want to tell me? I may have gotten stabbed, but I have a corset made out of my bones now, so. 
It evens out. <laughs> so you don't narc on Blake is what you're saying. No, because I'm going to eat all his ice cream and cry in bed later. Aw. Fuck your ice cream, Blake. Hey, small price. So Lynette says, all right, I have your next mission for you. Um, do you remember how you asked me if I could find a slod you could cut pieces off of and the pieces would grow into whole new slods? And then the, if they impregnated you with their babies, they would grow way faster than they should? No. Yeah. I do. I had to purposefully wipe that from my memory. Well, I've been working with some other uh, people in the the business of finding bad guys, namely the Harmonium, which is the faction who are basically the cops. They're the cop faction. Cops! Yeah, and we've been coordinating, trying to find this slod. And there have been a lot of slod sightings. Slods are very chaotic. They're always getting into shenanigans. But we couldn't really find a connection between them. Uh, the ones which had their limbs grow back into other slods were of various different colors. There were red ones, blue ones, green ones. No connection there. Obviously, they never said anything. They would just babble incoherently in slotted language, even though they can speak other languages. They just refuse to. Um, but then something happened. Yes. I agree. Slots are dicks. What happened? <laughs> well, there was a heist. A heist? A slotty heist. Did they, okay, when you say slotty heist, does, are the slotties heisting or are the slotties being heisted? The first one. <laughs> I don't know what you would do with the slot after you stole it. I don't know, but you can heist anything if you try really hard and believe in yourself. It's hard to imagine them being that organized. It's extremely strange. You, you can't imagine too slotty planning a picnic, let alone a heist, which is why we realized... These aren't a bunch of different colored slotty acting weirdly all at the same time on every plane of existence for no reason. This is one slod. No. Like an uber slod. Not just one guy. That's our current theory. Uh, we don't have a name. We don't know what the original description is. We're, we're currently calling him Babel because all they do is babble when you try to talk to them. But it seems like there was one original slod, and as it gets cut up, each piece grows into another full slod with the same personality and memories, which is how oh, no. they're able to coordinate. It's like gremlins! Well, it's a good thing I know someone who knows how to turn things to stone. That is going to be extremely useful. Slotty can regenerate from any injury, and this one can turn any injury into additional More allies. So. Let's turn some frogs to stone. We Aren't you going to ask what they heisted? Oh, what did they heist? So you know how there's the physical world we currently exist in, and then there's a world of forms, which we all draw our conduits from. Yeah, yes, uh, sure. Mm -hmm. No. What? Continue. Fair enough, King. Well, at any time, one form intersects with the physical world, which creates all kinds of different effects. Right now, it's the form of life, which makes resurrection possible. Oh. In addition to the effects that wreaks on the world, there's also a physical object from that intersection, which is to say, life itself is currently in the world. And in the hands of the Uber slot. That in the hands of something that already was essentially unkillable. 
So good luck killing it. Venga Bus. No, the Angry Beavers theme song. I've been thinking about the Angry Beavers a lot too recently. I think maybe because the Netflix Rocco and uh, Invader Zim put me in that headspace. Did anyone else root for Daggett? I was kind of always rooting for Daggett. I was like, I don't even remember the other ones. Was it Norm? Norbert. Norbert? Norbert's a douchebag. Guess what? Is it credits? It is September 2019 credits. Wake me up when September ends. I'm going to kick your butt off your body and it's going to fly around the room and then come back and hit you in the face. Buttering. What? It's not a boomerang. It's a buttering. <laughs> it is a buttering. Do you want to read names? The executive producers for September 2019. Tis I, Zeldster. Zedster? Fuck. Zedster. Zedster. Too tired for clever names. Jade. I feel that deeply. Yeah. <laughs> A Bozog blew my cover eight full of hate. Now we skate. Do you want to just read these? I'm just going to take it easy this month. A werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand. Oh, this one's for you. A whole lot of weed and cookies. I'm singing them now. Aaron Norgard. I'll just read the normal human names. Abigail Grace. Abigail Grace. <laughs> Adrian Y. Aftershock, conduit of Austin's favorite date ooze. Is Agent Hedgepiggle. <laughs> Agent Hedgepiggle is very good. Is a date ooze a, a date like the fruit specifically f- that's oozy, or is it like a ooze you take on a date? I think. Oh well, that's not okay. I was thinking the ooze that happens on a date. Okay, of course you were. Aki Savalainen. Albert West. Damn, girl, you got your date ooze all over my sheets. Fuck off. <laughs> Albert West. Aaliyah. Alex Vepra. Allison the Purple. Is Moose a plant? We found a different animal named Moose recently, and we were heartbroken that it wasn't the same Moose. It was that a dog, one was right? a cat. No, it was a cat. It was a cat. An otter swimming with Sean Astin. That's what he deserves. Mm-hmm. Andrew Birmingham. Andrew Feggy. 30 to 50 feral conduits. <laughs> Keeping it alive for us. Yeah. Andrew Grothin. Andrew R. Andy Harkins. Anna. Anna, conduit of procrastination. Anthony, patron of Dora. Antonio, conduit of snacks. Antonio, I'll find you later. That would be a really good power, just to always be able to have snacks. Dude, for real. Arachnovolt, keeper of the credit prison and incarcerator of Brent. I thought it was incinerator of Brent. Oh at no, first. That, that's too much corporal punishment. Uh, you can do that one. Arcanist of Rialia, and then tries to give us pronunciation for Rialia, but I've, I've read a book. Ariadne. Ariadne? Ariadne. Like the spider lady from. Yeah, I know, and she's the conduit of six threads. Because she weaves. She also read a book. Arjun de Koning. Fuck off. <laughs> I will end you. You hate books. It's so hot in my house. I'm dying. It's like 82 degrees. I'm going to kill myself. Arthur North. 
Ash, defender of Lauren and lover of women. That's dope. Austin Korgski, conduit of best boy itself. Austin is my celebrity hall pass. <laughs> <laughs> what a waste. It could be anybody. Okay. Uh, Austin, read your next five in baby voice, then five in daddy. They're great. Do I have a daddy voice? I know I have a baby voice. Austin, read your uh, next five in baby voice. What's daddy voice? It's just like very stern. Yeah. It's just like... Five in baby voice, then five in daddy. That's nothing. That's just <laughs> you said them in the same way. <laughs> Austin, you guys are awesome. Isaac, conduit of gavel, gavel, gavel. Austin, kit me out like a swamp donkey. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Who even knows anymore? <laughs> you didn't. You didn't do it in one of the voices. Austin, kit me out like a swamp donkey. I was like, we need to go fast. And it's like eight minutes in and we're not even out of the A's. Oops. Backwards of conduit sparkle and now we're out of the A's. Becky Toothill, property of Janiac. Beef Swellington, conduit of meat. BJ, conduit of miniature giant space hamsters. B-Ray Echo. <laughs> Why do I always get this one? <laughs> Before we continue, I gotta say, I got tiny nips. <laughs> Blue six. Bonus. Boness. Bones. Bones. <laughs> Brady Connor. Spooky scary skeletons. Brent still every episode of Dice Funk Goatly. Oh, Callum, I can't believe I got ambushed in the credits. Turner. The credits are a very dangerous place. Cameron Abbas. Candace, listen to Dice Funk Starling. Serdwin. Conduit of crushing on Austin in a non in a respectful, non-horny way. Chance Hamlin. That sounds like a name for like a gambling pig. <laughs> it does. <laughs> extremely I have to write that down, hold on. Charlie Chalkley, conduit of melting, cause Britain doesn't have AC. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. No, no, no. Chris, conduit of bad decisions walling. Christ man, the second coming. I don't like the way you spelled that. <laughs> I think you maybe want to spell that one a different way. <laughs> the blast for me. Chris, the blast for me. <laughs> Christopher Charlow. I got distracted. Okay, Koho blast. Korim, 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 Korim. Oh no! <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, I've infected you. You really have Cor- Korim, professor of the Golden Deer House at Garrig Mock. Counterfeit. That's a fire emblem thing. Cool. C.R. Saldana, prophet of R.N. Jesus. Q, I appreciate you. Yes, you. Cumber. Dandy Snuff. Danielle? Daniel? <laughs> There's two L's, but no E at the end, and I am... Damn, Danielle. It's like, it's like when, a, when a cat licks ice cream and his brain just stops for a minute. I feel that constantly while we're recording. Daria, go right. Dawning Frost. Death Worm, Conduit of Good Pets. Decibel. Dennis Pancake Detlefson. DM Town, now I have to deal with player shenanigans. Godspeed. It's like uh, having all your friends over to hate you. <laughs> Do I have to enter a name? I'm just so tired. Fuck, that's such a mood. Uh, Don Johnston. Dorian, Conduit of Devotion. Doctor 101. Doctor Goatman. Dr. Isix. Dragon in the server room. Dylan and Rylan, or Dylan and Rylan, or is it Dylan and Rylan? We'll find out someday. The dog listening on a lazy Sunday morning also dishes. I hope the dog gets to clean the dishes. 
Oh, they love the, the flavors. Exactly. F- give your dog flavors. Dylan, conduit of skeleton kisses. <laughs> Ebrand, big spider, fill me with egg sacs. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> no. Oh, it's probably because BHS has four egg sacs now. Einer J. Ecorin. Elder dog. Elderly goose, conduit of buns. Eleanor and Anante sees Periton, horned vampire lady with depression. Aline! The horned vampire lady with depression is a powerful Tim Burton aesthetic. Yeah, it's very relatable. Elizabeth Jackalope. Elusive Lily. Emma, Moose is doing good, and a vertebrae. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. What did we not say yet? I can't do this for much longer, Emma. You're killing me. I need uh, to know. Sugar Glider. Uh, Quatamundi. Ferret. Quatamundi. Uh, hamster. Gerbil. Guinea pig. What other small things? Empress Quatillion Galaxion. First of fair name and ruler of the galaxy. I think that's legally binding now. And there you go, Vandane. Erica Fay. Arwan Lilagadek. Extellaris. Florian H. Forgotten patron, Kiefer Lowe. Do we oh, mess yeah. up their name one month? Is that what this is about? Last month we forgot it. Do you not read your mentions, Austin? I do. I just forgot. Listen, there's hundreds of names. <laughs> <laughs> well, I apologize. You're welcome. I bet it was Austin. Patreon's fault. Yeah, let's blame them. Francois Arsenal. Francois V. Frank Sands. Listen to Continue Podcast and Dice Bunk. God or Satan. Uh, good dog. Conduit of scritches. Grapefruit juice. Graf... Graf... No. <laughs> graffiti, but spelled graffiti. wrong. I hate it. I, I'm sorry, graffiti, but you stop me because I'm an idiot. Graffiti, conduit of rhetorical answers. Guinevere Cummings. H-G-F-N-B-F-B-R-S-C-M-H-G-F-R-P-T-H-F-C. It's all the fucking... I would be confused, except the next one is literally Afthor Grunderson, first of his name, Bonafire, Brimstone, Redeemer, st- which is, yeah. yeah. I, I read the initials. I'm not going to say the whole thing. You can't make me. Mm-hmm. You can. Harley Astor. Uh, Harrison Andrew. Do you forget how to read every couple seconds? Is that what's going on? I get into, listen, mm-hmm. I get into it and then I lose my spot because okay. I get excited because I'm looking at my waves. Because I'm trying to do okay, but I keep screaming. You really do keep screaming. I'm having so much fun. Harry, king, the jock dumbass of my dreams. Hadron master. He's a good dog, Brent. He's a, nope, I fucked it up. He's a good Brent, dogs. (laughs) You can just tell my brain finished it for me. (laughs) How do I make friends? Regards, conduit of social faux pas. Ingmar Grimmon. Isaac, conduit of Tux the Penguin. Hell yeah. I like to. Are you a fan of Tux? I am. Jaden. James Neely. Jamie, conduit of accidental doming. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> We've all been there. Janiette, conduit of thankfulness for being on the show. Yep. If you haven't listened to the one shot, she played two by four, a character whose name will haunt That's me for the rest amazing. of my life. That's so good. Jaspel, there is a mustelid hiding in my topiary. Give it to Austin. For real. Jay Logan, conduit of queerness, mage of life. Jayish wizard, the wizard of Jay. Jealous goddess cosplay. Jen. Jenny Colby. Jerry, god, I'm tired. Flowers. It's like the third name we've got, which just says, oh, god, I'm so tired. That is very true. Uh, Jermaine Walls, conduit of cryptid grappling. Grappling? Mm. 
You can't see my facial expression. Gelfling. Gelfling. Just for Jake. Can't do it in veggies. Joanna the Wrenchwing. <laughs> John Madera will be a polar bear in the next Bloody Roar. I'm rooting for you, John. John Potts. John Barnett, conduit of pillows. John, conduit of subpar joke names. Joseph Timbrello. Josie, vengeance paladin of sun dragons. That's Josie's going to show up in like three seasons and get revenge finally for Markov. Come at me. Juman Jack-O-Lantern. Season is just around the corner. I messed up the cadence of that. Sure did. Juman Jack-O-Lantern season is just around the corner. That was better. <laughs> Julian <laughs> Phillips, conduit of Kaizen. Just a jester. Caster UK. Kate, conduit of semi-regular regret. Kelladry was too busy stroking her cat Mitzi to think of a credit's name. Those are the proper priorities. Yes. Keller Automat. Ken, conduit of fi- finally writing this goddamn PhD dissertation. Ken Toroy. Kevin Dobbins. Killer Cotton Shizno. Karen Magic on Twitch. Kaniku fan. Kitty Foe, con- condiment of guessing plot points. <laughs> Carino Prime. Hold on, bitch. Austin is straight? Question mark. It, is that a, is that in dispute? I just don't think you've ever talked about it. I mean, it's all a spectrum, right? Austin's never had a boner in his life. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what that is. You're, you're confusing me. Oh, I'm getting out of this, Christina. <laughs> conduit of obligatory fishing minigames itself. Fire Emblem actually does have a good fishing minigame because it's really easy and ignorable, which my usual problem is they make me fish, Sonic Adventure. <laughs> Criterion 3.33. I am not a reference. Is that Evangelion? Better not be. God damn it. In my good Christian podcast, Crystal Conduit of buying greens and forgetting them in the CRISPR abyss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the CRISPR abysser. Abysser. CRISPR abysser. <laughs> Kyle Badsvik. Kyle, president of the Drop Goodwood fan club. Lana Seawolf, lady of bones. Larry Yellingman. Late stage Martis. <laughs> I don't Lauren- know what that means. Lawrence Duckling. It's technically my mom's, though. Every month, you gotta you gotta remind the people. Yeah. Levy the Goblin Dude back again. Lenora the Engine Cat. What's that mean? I don't know. Let's talk about snacks, baby. Let's talk about you, Auntie. Liam Sutton, Conduit of Headaches. Oh, fuck it out. Get out of here. Bad juju. My head hurts. Lauren Case, Conduit of Sasha Barnowell Cohen, my ma's wife. My wop. <laughs> my ma's wife. My wop. My wife, my <laughs> low-key, low-key, making donuts in homage of all-powerful moose. Did we already ask if moose was a moose? I feel like somebody shouldn't have a moose, but I mean, the moose is a vertebrate. I feel like that was either the first one we came up with or we did totally miss it. Because we were like, they can't be a real moose. That'd be cute. I'd like a big moose. Yeah, pictures if it's a moose. Pictures anyway, no. Tell us what moose is. <laughs> Ludovico Limited. Luke Powers. Lulu Skidoo. Luther, the conduit of being 22 small burbs in a trench coat. M. Joe. Manticore Deathlord. The Cult of Gorfanax. Is that person's name I didn't write down? Matt Collier. Is it Collier? You wouldn't say Collier? The Collier, 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 Collier. The county you're from? <laughs> um, Excuse me, bitch. I'm from Lee County. Saying I'm not. We <laughs> <laughs> just lied to everyone. <laughs> I mean, I lived in Lee County, but I was born in Collier, so sorry. Owned. I just owned you. You just owned me. 
Matt Lackett wants all Triceratops all day, Dino season, best season. If we had a whole team of druids, everyone could be dinosaurs, but everyone is very anti-druid for some reason. I have a bird. Also, I wasn't done talking about counties. You know, we both live in Leon County. I feel like everybody knows that. Leon is, used to be a cast member on the show. We could have talked about how we, we were inside of him. We didn't get a chance. I don't want to. Do you want to be inside Leon? No. Fine. Matthew B. Hare. Matthew, listen to Dice Funk and Neo Scum Schultz. Maximum side boob seven. Ask not for whom the side boobs, it boobs for thee. Maybe the real squid cop was the friends we made along the way. Majin, conduit of Lauren's persistent crime orbs. What does that even mean? It's a reference to the last shard point, shard, shard point one shot, but also I think your cats are crime orbs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Melbent. Melissa the Dice Goblin. I forgot about the Goblin. Michael Hall. Michelle Minkler. Oh, and there's just a bunch of untranslated German. I'm sorry about your name, Minkler. Please have mercy. Do you want to try the German? I recognize the Leibe because I think they say it in the beginning of Cabaret. I can sing that song. Er Arspel macht weiter so. Midlife stasis. Mike draws the nut the nut button in repose. <laughs> Miko from Finland. You should be bringing the nut button to the credits. They go together well, I think. Oh yeah. Miles, conduit of being a pharmacy student. Nut. Oh, <laughs> you had it right by. Nice. It's right next to my desk for this prison. No. Nut. I forgot. Okay. Modified Matthew. Morgan Rap. Mr. Willie Phoenix Steven Lesbian Seagull Pool. Pooh Bear Shaker! My Valentine is postmodern artist Cy Twombly. Namita Neskins, conduit of allergy itself. Nathaniel Homan. Nefa Nefas Decidia is lonely gay sheep. I've never pet a sheep before. That sounds good. They're good. They're very good. They like to headbutt. I can do it. I can. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Dominic. Nicole Woodruff. One particular weasel. One day I will be a real boy. Open up this is the cop so you know you're harboring a murderer. <laughs> Paye Rapjurg. Pangolin can't believe you're letting Lauren craft items. We are all dead. <laughs> Paul Mullen. Please call me Ashley. Yes, just Ashley. Pocket Sundial. Preston Bowers. Professor Archibald H. Cactus Esquire, MD, Moose, Doctor at Law. Pruitt Holcomb. Random, conduit of would you like a hug? Razumi Azura. Remsiv. Rob Dakin, conduit of delay. Robert. Robert Chisholm, conduit of efficiency. Give me some of that. <laughs> Robert Ecaf Baker, conduit of late name changes. Robert Tuthill. Tuthill? Rowlet uses roundness. It's super effective. Re- oh, boy. Uh, Romy. As you think, it's R-U-O and then capital M-I. I don't know. It's something mi- Ruo, Michigan? Salad Child! <laughs> Sam Sedenowitz. Sean Linesburg. Some days you think you're fluent in language, and then other times you speak it and you realize you don't know shit. Sean, the host of Funk Dunk Plays. Summons, conduit of harder, slatty. <laughs> Shane Sedgwick. Shane Ware wishes you a happy belated birthday, Lauren. Stay awesome. Thank birthday. you. Birthday! That's right, I'm 27 now. Birthday! Shit's whack as hell these days, huh? <laughs> oh, I wanted to do that one. Uh, no, I wanted you to get the next one. No, why have you done this? <laughs> After everything I've done for you. 
<laughs> Come on. I have to say, they're going to clip this. This audio is going to be out there forever. Show me how to keep my pussy closed. (laughs) Followed by Sin Milk Tom. Leave my pussy alone. (laughs) Uh, Sir Octopus, conduit of chivalrous cephalopods. Oh, my goodness gracious. (laughs) (laughs) Do you need me to do this one? Yeah, please. Slime King Mike, conduit of Lloyd with a cat's 2019 face. I did see that art, Slime King Mike. Oh, I'm so happy you get the next one. Incredible. Sorry about the tentacle Fuda thing. Didn't mean to upset Austin. I'm always upset. I'm very, I'm a fragile baby. I've never been horny. Please, please be gentle. Spinal did nothing wrong. Or Spinel? Spinel. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think it's Italian. I don't think it is either. Spooky, scary, scary. I don't know, but I feel like the next one is a trap and I need you to read it. Stephen Lone, pronounced Lone, but go easy on the A, okay? Also, also pizza. pizza. Sternad, conduit of consonants. Summer yam and the living's easy. Summer yam and the living's easy. I like yams with marshmallows on top, okay. I like yams a lot, okay? I lost this box. I was thinking about yams. Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to disagree? Sydney Marzing. Saritha, asexual and loving it. Uh, it does sound really good. <laughs> <laughs> Tales of inquiry. Queer. That's good. Yeah. Hyph- hyphens. Teraflops. The cast of Dungeons the Gathering. The Garigmach HR department. We try. That's another Fire Emblem thing. You little fuck. Fine. The murderous mongoose who is secretly standing directly behind you. He deserves it if he snuck up on me. I'm much bigger. Not spiritually. Damn. The notorious <laughs> the notorious boy got a job. The precursor. Titty picks as legal tender 2020. Okay, but please. I have so many. I'd be rich. I'd be a millionaire. You, <laughs> you would be the one percent, and I would be so terribly impoverished. <laughs> I would, I would lavish my wealth upon you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Toby Gleason Stack, Tom Bowers, Toshio Kuro, conduit of forgetting both my password and birthday, and hoping I ran out of characters. Trace Marzing, transient passerby. Shay, I data mined Austin and season eight is codenamed Epcotness. I'll never let you forget. They really like that story. Austin. <laughs> Victoria Molito, conduit of quietness. Victoria Valentine. Vinny, conduit of vaping that ass. You do vaping that ass. Come and knock on our door. What's that? It's three company. I don't know what the fuck that is. Never mind. This is <laughs> this is untenable. <laughs> Violet Skittles Unicorn. If it helps, I am a unicorn. You're welcome. Times for Anna, Zelda, Smudge, Persephone, Tortilla, Marty, Clemens, Ramses, Liam. I recognize these as all cat names. I don't know what times four. Do we just there's four of each of them? That's too many. <laughs> the shenanigans. Zephosaurus. Z two three six one nine. Zoltar, the Viking death metal caterpillar, conduit of retribution. Haters coming at me talking all this crap, so I just tell them, yeah. And then I assume there was some kind of punctuation which has been mangled by this PDF. Maybe quotation marks because it's a quote? It sounds like lyrics. Not our best one. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I think I think we botched this one. <laughs> I know. I mean, I think it's going to be hilarious. 
But which which part? All of it. The part where I talked about my boy pussy. <laughs> Your pussy. <laughs> the, everyone's coming after my pussy from the Epcot disaster. <laughs> I just meant because it's like thirty minutes long. It's a thousand yard yards. <gasps> That's not a measurement <laughs> of time. What is happening? Uh, <laughs> Austin. <laughs> patreon.com slash austin these credits have blown my bussy wide open and i'm just Stop! making the a hago face because uh, my brain is broken rollo tilarios that's chris he's very sad give him money uh patreon.com slash weekly manga recap yeah i've lost track of which ones you've said they're all in the credits laura k buzz patreon of horse that's conrad we're on itunes google play youtube podbean i'm on twitter Vargalicious, it's in the thing. Please, please just support the show. I'm trying my best. <laughs> please. I'm, yeah, I'm slowly killing him. Please help him. <laughs> She's doing it on purpose. It's not on purpose. I'm just a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't be cackling at your fake crying noises, but they're very funny. <laughs> oh, bring me some lotion. <laughs> You mean some aloe for that sick burn? No, they busted my... Stop! <laughs> no! That's not where lotion goes. My back walls! <laughs> okay, well that's the end of that, huh?